Hello, and welcome to Running in Virginia's podcast. I'm Carol. I'm Joshua. And I'm Charlotte. And we're here to talk about all things running in Virginia. Today on episode eight, we're going to share our favorite summer running tips. So you don't want to miss out on those. And we have some great information about um, a poll that Josh put up on our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And we have um, some amazing winners this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. We do. Yeah, I'm excited. On National Sunglasses Day, which is super exciting. Ooh. I know, right? And we had some awesome gooders giveaway. I know. So we'll we'll get into that a bit later. Oh, and we can't forget, of course, um, our exciting animal of the week. Mm-hmm. So Charlotte, we're gonna let you pick. So do we get into our summer running tips or should we talk about our favorite animal of the week? Let's do summer running first. Let's All right. Yeah. So For us in Southwest Virginia, June has actually been really mild and it has been such a delight. So we've, we've experienced some, some pretty low temps, Mm -hmm. low humidity. It has been just absolutely delightful month of June. Very mild weather. I mean, with the humidity and all, it's it's delightful to sit outside. Right. And I don't want to jinx us by any means and have July and August be absolutely brutal. (laughs) But I'm going to enjoy the last few days of June while we've got them being Mm -hmm. that mild. Absolutely. It's been fabulous. So, um, but as the temperatures crank up and the humidity goes up here in the South, because um, despite what most Virginians think and believe, Virginia is the South. And in the summer that humidity absolutely cranks up. So it's important to stay hydrated. And not only that, so drink your water, folks, Um, but add some electrolytes in there. Mm -hmm. Um, So Charlotte and I, we've got some great experience. We're going to dive into what what our favorite electrolytes are, what you should be doing pre and post run, and also during run. Best times of day to run outside, to beat the heat. Mm -hmm. But most of that's going to be common sense, probably. Right. And then our favorite gear, and then also, uh, you know, to to run outside to be comfortable. And then we're going to also talk briefly about my current soapbox that I'm going to keep harping mm. on all week mm-hmm. long, um, prevention of tick-borne illnesses. Oh, yes. Yes. And um, also, we had a guest on a couple of weeks ago that talked about the importance of sunscreen, and mm-hmm. it's that's still very important. It's very relevant, to, especially as we get into July and in August, like you said. Yeah, we're running. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let's talk about hydration a little bit. So as um, the temperatures increase, your hydration needs also increase as you're getting outside more and you're and continuing to to move. Um, so it's pretty important to uh, stay on the hydration cha- train, if you will, and you know keep drinking your water before your runs. Thinking about especially your long run, knowing if you're going to be out and the temperature is longer, especially in the humidity, making sure that even so say your long run is on a, a Saturday morning. I think that's when most everyone's long runs are mm-hmm. on the weekends. So your long run is Saturday. Definitely think about Wednesday, what your hydration needs are going to be mm-hmm. and start Thursday, Yeah, you know, at the very least, um, increasing your water intake mm-hmm. and then maybe even adding in an electrolyte, something right. like a noon tablet 
or um, I my favorite is half of an Element tablet uh, or pack. Now, for the novice, what is a what is a what is so, an electrolyte? What is the Element <laughs> the element <Elementy>. <laughs> um, so uh, so those are um, so electrolytes so the salts that your body needs so as you um, as you're out in those temperatures or even in the winter time I'm still a very heavy sweater so as you sweat mm-hmm. um, not only is it the moisture losing leaving your body but it's salts also being washed out mm, okay. and um, so salt is necessary for processes in your body, mm-hmm. um, in particular your brain. Mm. So helps move nutrients through your body, helps um, with nerves, um, stimulus. Um, Stimulation? Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that you're able to think. So when, mm. when someone's out there and, they, and you hear a runner say, I'm bonking, mm-hmm. it's usually because their electrolytes and their nutrition is so low that they, they just can, cannot think. Oh, wow. Their brain just, just can't. It just becomes numb almost. Wow. Almost. It's, okay. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's very weird. Well, um, I, I thought sensation. I'd ask. I thought I'd ask the question because there are yeah. people listening who don't know what an electrolyte is. Sure, so I just wanted sure. to. Wanted so, to, and some of the popular know. ones um, that you're going to see um, advertised on most, you know, pro game mm-hmm. commercials are Gatorade, right, or Powerade, things yeah. like that. Yeah. I can't use those very well my body tends to reject most high sugary drinks and mm-hmm. those have a high sugar content for their electrolytes gotcha yeah. so i tend to stick to noon or goo or um element or salt stick mm-hmm. which are primarily uh, potassium or sodium based mm-hmm. and are not sweetened with a whole lot of sugar that's good to know yeah okay cool so, but um, there's also some really good already. ones. I am, but there's also some really good ones that work for other people, like um, Honey Stinger and um, what's another great one? Uh, Scratch and Tailwind. Do you, uh, so, Charlotte, do you have a favorite flavor of the Tailwind? Of the Tailwinds, yeah. Um, I so a new one was released um this month, the Dew Watermelon for Courtney Dew Walter, who just shattered the Women's Western States 100 mm. record by, like, over two hours. Whoop, whoop. Um, she came in so at 15 re- hours. Was yeah, that right? Was, Did I read that was, right? Yeah, it was stupid. It was, like, 1536, I think. Oh, I mean, she's, um, she's my new hero. Yeah, so she, so hers, she loves water. She, there's a whole lot you can go, I could do a whole episode about her. But anyway, <laughs> um, she really likes watermelon, so it's, it says it's it's watermelon with lime, but I did not taste any of the lime, um, and I felt like it tasted like a watermelon Jolly Rancher. Ooh, those are yummy. Um, so that was really good. Um, I'm always stick to, like, my three staples are Colorado Cola. That one has caffeine. There's a tropical flavor that also has caffeine. Um, and then um, Mandarin Orange. Those are, like, my three mm. that I kind of rotate through. I don't notice the caffeine a whole lot, but if, you know, you're somebody that doesn't drink caffeine frequently, uh, I would definitely watch that. But that's what I go to, and I usually carry it in my pack so, like, I can add more. If I'm out longer or, you know, mm-hmm. I start, like, really feeling like crap, I carry it in travel shampoo bottles. Oh, mm. that's a good tip. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if instead you... of, like, messing with a Ziploc bag, you can just open it, pour it in, and... 
So, and I like the the salt sticks because those are, I get the, the chewable capsule or tablet kind. So I can just kind of pocket it like a chipmunk and just let it dissolve. And so it's just like a little microdose of um, the electrolyte and then I can keep sipping my water and I've timed it and I can usually, depending on how thirsty I am, I can usually take it down in 15 minutes for it to dissolve. So it just kind of you know, sets me up at least in the winter time, I only need one. So as the heat cranks up, I find that I need at least two of those an hour just so I can finish my run and not feel super fatigued and, you know, just blah feeling. Mm -hmm. So I carry those in one of the hard plastic gum containers. mm -hmm. You can get the tiny like juicy fruit ones. Right. Um, I just put a bunch of on there. That way, if it gets wet, they don't, like, dissolve. And it's a little bit more uh, durable than the packet that they come in. So, so is it possible to have too much electrolytes, like, when you're running? Yes. Like, you, you really – it's not something that's going to happen to an everyday runner. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially when you're going longer and longer distances, your body really gets really out of whack. Um, like, Courtney Walter that we just talked about, she won, but mm-hmm. she, she then threw up on – like after the finish line because oh, wow. her, you know, it just, it like you're going for that long, your body's jostling a lot. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're moving all your intestines around a lot. So you just want to kind of keep track of that. And like Carol was saying, like, make sure that you're trying it out mm-hmm. as yeah. you're training. Yeah, definitely. On your um, but then it also like you can, you can get rhabdo from not being hydrated enough. And that is, can kill you. So, but the first time I heard the rhabdo term, though, was when I was helping to crew y'all back in April uh, for the altar at James River. Um, And I had to Google that. (laughs) Because, and and I didn't even think to ask, like, while you all had mentioned that, but that's pretty serious. Can you, can you describe what um, rhabdo is? Yeah, so it, and you, like, as you're in the, like, ultra running community or even uh, you'll hear people be like what they'll say like are you peeing blood or are you peeing like cola or like a coffee color because that's like immediate like stop we're not doing anything mm-hmm. um, and so that and that goes to hydration too like you it's gross but like you want to look at the color of your pee and um, you know you want it to be like a nice light um, yellow right. color and that helps um, me gauge especially the day before a long run um, that yeah. helps me gauge how, what does my fluid intake look like? And do I just need to add a little bit more water to get the, the lighter, less density, you know, cut back on the coffee intake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, ha- the reason that it happens in longer races usually are, uh, not even longer distances, but when you're out there for a long time, your muscles are working obviously super hard and the, that breakdown of the muscles can really hurt your kidneys. And obviously we need our kidneys to filter our urine. And so that's when you, um, you just want to be mindful of what's going on and making sure that you are taking a look at what's happening. Absolutely. And a lot of times it's like cramps, aches and pains. Like, and as you, you run longer, you learn a lot about your friends. <laughs> you're um, not quite as, you're like, did you poop? 
What color is your pee? Yeah, I mean, it's like having um, a baby. I mean, some of your dignity, you know, is, yes. is gone. Yes, yes. <laughs> People At around you point, know. At some point, all of it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, getting pretty close to it, but... For sure. Yeah, so organ failure is, you know, a pretty big deal. And as you said, the kidneys are your um, primary filters, that and the liver of your, of your body. So your urine is your first indicator that something's going terribly wrong. Um, so, and as you are moving your body and exercising and, and asking a lot of it over a long period of time, your muscles going to break down. And so that produces ketones, um, which your kidneys help to flush out. So you have to make sure that you're hydrating enough to keep the liver in good condition to do what it's doing, but you're also not overloading it as well with electrolytes on top of everything else that it's doing. So it's a very delicate balance. And as Charlotte said, the best way, um, you know, to keep going with that is to, to practice on those smaller runs. You are already thirsty, then you're already dehydrated. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of times people are like, oh, I don't want to carry water. And like, I get it, but carrying water is not going to like significantly slow you down. No. Um, And the more that you do it during your training run, the more familiar you are with it. And your body also gets used to taking in water Mm -hmm. on the run so that on race day, even if you aren't carrying water on race day, um, you know, if the water stops, you stop and get some water, your body's not going to revolt and be like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But also we're, we're pretty lucky that there are a wide variety of hydration options in a range of um, prices too. So there's yep. something for every budget, whether it be handheld or pack, um, you know, where you're carrying, you know, a liter of water or more. So there's, there are options out there for folks to be able to comfortably carry water. And quite a few. I prefer my packs. They like come in my hands free. I like to have my own stuff because I'm paranoid that <laughs> I've had, you know, some routes <laughs> shut down on me and I've, I've used more stuff that I keep in my pack for other people. I'm always thankful to have it. There was a girl sitting on the ground at Historic Half with her shoe off and I was like, do you need a Band-Aid? And she was like, do you have one? And I was like, I surely do. <laughs> and... <laughs> Well, you just never know when you or, you know, a new race buddy might need an emergency Band-Aid or an electrolyte or a gel or a waffle or even just some water and you're carrying extra for folks. I always ask, like, especially if I see people, you know, stopping or stretching, like, hey, you know, are you okay? Do you need some salt? Do you need pretzels? You know, and I think I think a lot of that comes from like running the Marine Corps race. Like that's kind of where I started and it's just a really good community of people that are willing to help. Absolutely. Well, I encourage other people to do that as well. We ran this past Saturday and Erica and Katie were like, you were very friendly and encouraging. (laughs) That's the only way to be. I mean, other people are out there working just as hard and you just need to acknowledge that, that people are out there doing epic things. And, you know. And I was like, I, I get, like I feel better. Yeah. Hearing people on it makes me happy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and Bye. you know, I did a, a short uh, 10K race back in January, and 
Um, we did a 10K race. No shorts. No. Well, it was no. in January, so there are no shorts. We were, I was in full-length tights. No, you said you did a short. Yeah, it was short compared to the half marathons I did later in the year. I'll permit it. <laughs> or we can strike it from the re- record. I did a 10K race back in January. It was the frozen toe, and it wasn't quite so frozen, as a matter of fact. It was pretty muddy. It was very muddy. I was there. But only the parking lot was very muddy, and that's where I picked up the most mud in my trail shoes. Okay, I digress. Um, my, my, What I was going to say, what I, the <laughs> story that I was going to share was there was a runner that had fallen and she didn't realize her hand was bloody and for another 100 yards or so. And so she and I had kind of been pacing each other through the race. And um, she stopped me and she was like, hey, is that just plain water in your handheld? And I was like, yeah. And she said, do you mind if you spray down my hand? Because it's pretty, it's pretty bloody. And I want to just make sure it's not too gnarly. And, you know, I was like, sure, go for it. <laughs> Spray yourself down. <laughs> I can cleanse the wounds. So, I mean, if I can provide some relief just by sharing some water, I'm happy to do so. Yeah, so being out there and on race day, it's all about um, sharing the wealth for, for me anyway. And if that means, hey, it's a smile and encouragement or it's, a wa- it's water to spray down your wound or an extra snack, you know, hit me up. You're all got all the snacks. Yeah. Always all the snacks more than more than I need the snackle box. <laughs> so yes, yes, a lot of varieties, and a lot of people will say, you know, well, I don't want to carry something. Okay, so you want your hands free, so then you want to pack, and then people are like, but the packs are heavy, or I don't, I don't want to run with something on me, or blah blah blah. Um, and I kind of challenge that with our running group. Um, over the past year and I'm like if you're if you are uncomfortable or your pack is bouncing or you really notice that it's there you're not wearing the correct pack or you don't have it adjusted correctly that's right um, I am always um, willing to spend time with people just kind of going over all the different uses of the pack and what each because some of them have like 853 pull strings and how to use them and how you best utilize them. I can guarantee you that there is one out there that will work for you, especially now a lot of people used to say, well, none of them fit me. They have extended sizing now. It's definitely becoming more size inclusive. Yeah, I know that's definitely the case with Nathan. I'm not sure about the other manufacturers out there, but I know Solomon's another great brand that's that's widely popular. I know um, Nathan has worked really hard to get their sizing right for people who just aren't a smaller medium yeah they've done awesome yeah and it's not it's not they're not offered in just boring colors like it's offered what everybody else gets to so yes definitely thumbs up to nathan for doing a great job for making running accessible for everybody well especially with our awesome packs i mean they're they're great products i love my i love my nathan pack and there's so many pockets like you forget where stuff is I did. I did. I was looking for my tissues. I was like, I know that I stuffed my tissues somewhere in this pack. <laughs> and I forgot where. Did you I, ever find I, them? I, yeah, I did eventually after I'd already used my, my shirt sleeve. But, you know. It's, That's what it's there for. It's, it's 20 degrees. I mean, it's going to freeze on my arm. It doesn't really matter. 
Probably not. I'm not hugging everybody. Well, and like talking about sweating. So I, when I ran my first marathon, um, I had no idea what I was doing. Like, I don't really even think that I probably should have finished that race. We got back to the hotel and like Carol, I'm a very heavy sweater. Um, and at that point it had been the hottest Marine Corps marathon on record. And I got back to the hotel and I was like, what in the actual heck is wrong with me? Because I had, I looked like a raccoon. I like Mm -hmm. white rings all around my eyes. Mm -hmm. And, um, it wasn't until, I think actually my next marathon that I realized what it was. I was like, oh, I should probably do something to replace all that salt. (laughs) It's a lot of salt. And I, and I found that I sweat just as hard in the wintertime as I do in the summer. And that's how you can really get in trouble because during the summer you're like, oh yes, I can see it. But during the winter it's cold and you're like, I'm fine. You go out for miles and you don't drink any water. mm -hmm. And then you're like, why does my head hurt? Yeah. Like, why am I so stiff? three hours later. Well, it's because you didn't drink enough. Hello? Silly goose. Silly goose. It, with the heat. And also, I don't know where y'all have been because yesterday I ran outside and there was not a dry portion on me. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, I was outside most of the day yesterday, but it was mostly sitting in the oh. breeze, in the shade. I put my handheld in the freezer. Like, I'll put a little bit of water in them um, and then just stand them up straight up yep. in the freezer so that um, there's like mm-hmm. ice at the bottom when I go out. I have also put my bladders for my uh, hydration packs in the freezer. Mm-hmm. You just want to make sure that you tip it upside down so that the water is not where the valve is because that yep. can crack. And well, I've also, made... you don't want your valve to be frozen shut either and have to wait for that Valid to melt. Point. And I have used, like, the silicone ice trays uh, that for, like, mixed drinks, whatever. I've used those to put make ice cubes, like, round mm-hmm. um, so they're not, like, stabby. And I will mix up, like, a batch of Tailwind and make ice cubes with Tailwind mm-hmm. in it so then, and put them in my pack so as they uh, melt. It's adding some electrolytes into my water as well. Yeah. Um, so some of our other favorite gear... I love in the summertime running with a hat on. Um, it not only helps collect the sweat, but it helps keep um, some of that heat off my head and the glare off of my eyes too. So, because unfortunately, gooder doesn't come in prescription. So, it's sad. That is sad. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the way the gooders look too. Oh, man. Yeah, and they're they're pretty affordable, they're which so is really cute. nice compared I know. to real expensive glasses like Oakley's. Like I, I used to love Oakley's, but they're, you know, minimum a hundred, two hundred dollars a Well, pop. back in my cuter days before I needed prescription glasses. Yeah. I probably went through three or four sunglasses a season and I was paying mm. good money for them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was losing them or I was breaking them on roller coasters. Yeah. But those are really good quality or sunglasses. The good stole them. Yeah. I had so, people steal mine all the time. But I mean so. the gooders, I mean they're at a reasonable price point where, hey, it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah. got broken. Right. I'll just go give me another pair. Yeah, you lose them. Okay, whatever. You know, yeah. so. I get really sad if I lose one. Yeah. I, I mean, I would still get sad, but I mean, but it's at a price point though that, you know, I could, I could. It's be, it's it. better than $200 Oakley's. Yes. Or Ray-Bans. Yeah. Or, or, Ray-Bans. or something. Yeah. And, but see, yeah. you can get, also get those in prescription. I haven't jumped yeah. to that point yet. Yeah, that's true. Maybe next year. We'll yeah. see. 
Yeah, because I have prescription ring bands. Um, there's an optometrist locally that will put uh, your lenses in your gutter. I know, but it won't. Um, it won't have the same color tint that the gutter makes. Yeah, I'll have the cute frames, but it wouldn't be the same tint. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> then run blind. My friend Megan does. She no, she can't see anything ever. <laughs> I used to do that, and then um, I had a scare in downtown Roanoke. Actually, it was in Vinton. Um, there was a really sketchy person out on the Greenway, and to this day, I can't give you their description because I didn't have my glasses on. And so after that day, I vowed to never, ever run without my glasses on because if things had gone, had gone sideways with that interaction – I would not have been able to give the um, authorities an accurate description of this person because I couldn't see. Mm. So it's important. It's important to see. Uh, For me, being out there (laughs) by myself, yes. Right. (laughs) And probably, I mean, I want to do more trail running, so it might be nice to be able to scan the terrain ahead ahead for rocks and and tree roots. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, or maybe not. I mean, I don't, I would probably still fall on them regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Megan just likes to live life on the edge. Yeah. Well, and she probably doesn't need bifocals like I do. So that's, that's my other problem. Contacts and bifocals really don't do well. Mm-hmm. Um, just based on the reviews and the folks that um, close to me who have tried them. Um, so... I don't know. I'm just going to stick with my, I found um, some frames that don't slip when I run. So I'm just going to kind of stick with those so I can have my bifocals so I can see my watch, which is very important to make sure I'm at right miles, right, right pace. Mm-hmm. Rate looks great. Important. So hat, sunglasses, hat, sunglasses, or some kind of prescription if you need prescription glasses. Sure, for yeah, sure. Right? I mean, well, that comes with everyday running. Well, sure. I went off on a tangent. Yeah. So what else? I like visors because one, I think I look funny in a hat, um, and two, I I will get hot in a hat. Hmm. Um, yeah. And they make like super lightweight ones, but those just look even sillier on me. <laughs> um, so it's, it 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 just is what it is. So yeah, I, I think I it's like just personal visors. preference there. Yes, um, I I definitely like the visors. I also during the summer like to carry frozen washcloths with me. Oh yeah, um, or at least have them in the car when you're done. Yeah, what an awesome! So, those are an awesome treat. I usually like will will put them in the freezer and then I put it in my pack when I start out. And by the time I get hot, it's like thawed a little bit. I'm trying to, and of course sunscreen. You want to make sure um, yes. you're putting that on not just when you leave for your run, but reapplying if you're going to be out there for a mm-hmm. while. As as um, Shannon Halterman Prysock shared with us mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, the importance of protecting your skin so that you don't um, age more quickly than you should. You can stay looking younger longer, and uh, right. And sun cancer is a is a real thing. So definitely wear your sunscreen on that noise. So and then of course the best times um, to run to beat the heat. I um, will start my long runs at ev- as early as five o'clock in the morning. So if I know that I'm going to be, you know, out there for a long period of time, I want to be able to finish my run by eight thirty, nine o'clock, um, at the latest, because 
I mean, as soon as that sun comes up, um, the temperatures rise and the humidity for me just gets so unbearable. I'm really not a summer runner, but I also see the need to get out there and just not stick with my treadmill out of convenience and comfort. (laughs) So I usually... But I found, like, sometimes going out, because I'm like, you all go out. I think the earliest I've ever started a run was four. It's more humid. So, like, a lot of times it's cooler, but it's more humid Mm -hmm. in the morning. But I would, I would like you, I would just rather run without the sun beating down on me and yep. just deal with the humidity. Yes. Um, being higher. So it's just kind of. Because I'm, I'm sweating anyway. I'm sweating anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so. so what, you know, it is what it is. It but is. also, if you are starting runs that early, um, you want to make sure that you have stuff to make sure that you are visible, not only to cars, but to other runners as well. So I always recommend at least like a Knox gear light up vest, a little Nathan strobe light. And I wear a headlamp even when I run like town where there's, there's lights. There's none of those lights are burnt out. Right. Um, or there's long, I, I, there's long gaps in between those street lamps. Yeah. Or I want to see, cause I like, I play the game a lot of, is that a cat or a skunk? Because y'all know I love animals, so I'm like, should I? You don't want to hug the animal? black and white striped ones, but I think you already know that one. You've got pretty good common yes. sense. But, you know, if I didn't have a headlamp on, I might not be able to make that discernment, and I would smell really bad and then have no friends. Yeah. Well, I would still love you from a distance. That's nice. Yeah. So, and then, you know, if you have to run in the middle of the day, definitely try to pick somewhere um, that has the most shade you know, not out on the street if you can help it, where there's, you know, limited, um, you know, trees or, or other, um, structures, you know, mm-hmm. producing some shade. Yeah, like buildings and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That makes sense. So, and also slow your pace. So we can link a chart, um, in the show notes, but there's like certain, like, however hot it is with the humidity combined, like they recommend like taking 40 seconds off of your you know normal pace um mm-hmm. all the way up to like i think two minutes for me is you know i'm i'm really slowing down but like i can definitely tell and then when you hit the streets for your fall races oh it's like you're flying. you're gonna be able to run faster yeah it's like you're flying um, for summer running so we've covered hydration and the importance of electrolytes and finding the best one that works for you um times a day to beat the heat um so some of our favorite gear, uh, the importance of sunscreen and then reapplying, um, if you're going to be out there for long periods of time. And then I'm going to get back up on my, um, tick soapbox just because my, you know, tick-borne illness symptoms last mm-hmm. week were absolutely miserable. Um, would give zero stars if I could do not recommend. (laughs) Um, please do spray yourself down with a little bit of DEET. If you're going to be out in the woods, um, Mm -hmm. perform that tech tick check afterwards, wash your clothes, wash your body and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, just do yourself a favor and avoid that noise if you can. Absolutely. So I think that just about covers it for our summer running favorite tips. Um, now on to, our most beloved discussion. Ooh. I know our favorite animal, favorite furry friend of the week. Yeah. So what is our favorite furry friend of the week, Charlotte? Well, so I have to thank um, Erica 
for introducing this animal to me because I had never heard of it. Um, and y'all know I like love every animal. So they're called the okapi. Okapi. Um, oh. Okapi. So it's O K A P I. Hmm. Okay. Um, and they weren't even like nobody even knew about them until 1901. Oh wow. So they're yeah. relatively so, new, newly known species. Exactly. So they they did they weren't found because they actually live in like super 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 dense rainforest. They're only uh, they're only in the Congo. Mm-hmm. Um, they were they believe that they were in U- Uganda. Oh, yeah, you, hmm. um, but they are extinct extinct there now. Oh wow! So, um, but so... they're the closest living relative to giraffe. Interesting. That's actually how it got brought up. We were watching giraffes fight each other on YouTube. Hmm. So they, I mean, it literally looks like you just mashed up like four different animals. Hmm. So they're like the size of like a horse um, or a zebra, um, but they and they have zebra stripes, but only on their legs and their their booty. I know their their booty is so cute with their little stripes yeah. on their hind you, legs. You've got a picture opened here on your laptop. I do. So and they also so the stripes help camouflage, but it also um, they think they serve the purpose for their babies to be able to follow them through these super dense. Oh, that makes forests. sense. Yeah. Um, but then they also have like little um, horn nubs, like the giraffe. Um, and they have really, really long tongues, oh. um, like giraffes. Yeah, so giraffes have long tongues. 14 inches. And, um, yeah, so they can actually clean their ears and their eyes with, with their tongue. <laughs> and apparently their fur is, like, velvety. Oh. And, like, so now I really want to pet one. Yes, they they need a hug from, from me, for sure. They don't know this yet. But very interesting. I yeah. just—they're also known as the forest giraffe. Well, that makes sense because so. they're the closest um, relative. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Cool. Well, that's awesome. But like, can you me, imagine but... being the person that found that in 1901? It would have been pretty amazing. I would have been like, "What in the actual heck is that? Did y'all see that? Like, <laughs> was that not a zebra or was it a giraffe? Right. What was that? <laughs> or was funny. it a deer? There is a really cool fact on San Diego Zoo's website. Did you know that they are important forest browsers? So they eat 40 to 65 pounds of leaves, twigs, and fruits each day. So that leaves like a pruning line in the foliage. So that's important for rainforest growth right there. So, I mean, they're an important part of that rainforest ecosystem. Exactly. Josh is about to drop a little bit of knowledge on us because he um, ran a poll earlier today on our uh, Running in Virginia Facebook group to find out what people's favorite shoe brand is. I did. I asked, uh, what is your favorite kind of running shoe? And I I listed a bunch of the popular brands. Mm -hmm. And as of today, uh, Brooks Shoes is at 21%. Hashtag run happy. That's right. Followed by Nike at 14%. And then tied in third place at 13% is Hoka, Saucony, New Balance, and Ultra. Hmm. Yeah, which is interesting. That is interesting to me. Now, there are there are some others. Uh, On is at 6%. 
and Mizuno is at one percent, and then somebody added Solomon's it uh, on the okay. on the feed too because yeah. I allow people to add you know different shoe brands because well, I didn't important. list them all. You know, uh, well now you, you really can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Solomon is a pretty strong uh, trail shoe. Yeah, so I thought that was a pretty pretty interesting results um, out of the poll. Yeah. So Brooks is definitely one of the most popular shoe brands around the area. Well, I will. Brooks the dog is celebrating his wins. Mm-hmm. He, he would like to take some credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got to see my Brooks man today and get some good snuggles. Um, yeah, but I, I got to say, I mean, I own more Brooks shoes than, or Brooks pairs of shoes than any other shoe. But I do have some other favorite brands that I also put in my rotation, too. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought that was just interesting, it interesting is. poll, you know. It so is interesting. And I'm I'm going to continue to do various polls throughout yeah. the week and just you know ask people different questions and see what they say and you know share that knowledge on on the uh, on the the podcast each week. So and you know and be sure to you know follow the page because I'm going to occasionally give out prizes to different people. So oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. your best way to win a prize. Yeah, absolutely. So be in there. Yeah, yeah. So which brings me to my other thing. We we actually did a uh, a fun little thing last week where a fun we asked, little giveaway a giveaway yeah. where we asked people to share. Uh, or to tag other friends, uh, you know, and they, so that they would also join our Facebook group right, and, exactly. and contribute to this community. Exactly. So I have the wheel spin of fun. Yes. I have this so, button that I really want to push and I really want to use it on my, my right. So I challenge Josh to find <laughs> this, um, soundbite for me, because if we're going to announce our giveaway winners yes. on the podcast, yes, then we absolutely need to have that, that spinning wheel. Right, right. So I, I have the button. So I found it today and I downloaded it. I'm real excited. To, He's real excited. I, wanna, All right. I just want to push buttons. So the winner of <laughs> the me, pair... Oh, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't want to steal your thunder. Oh, okay. Well, let me let me spin the wheel and see who wins. All right. Let's spin the wheel All and right. See, see let's, who wins. let's do it. Let's do it. I love this. Yeah, isn't that fun? <gasps> the anticipation. I feel like I'm on uh, Wheel of Fortune right? or something. You know, Price is Right. I was like, Price is Right. Like I'm sitting <laughs> in the wheel. All right, Bob Barker, tell me what I want. I know, isn't that great? So, so the win- so the winner of the Fourth of July Gooders is April Barefoot. Woohoo! And April, April April tagged her friend uh, Stacy uh, Percy, and so Stacy's from Maryland. So we're going to give a pair of Fourth uh, uh, of July features mm-hmm. uh, socks to to uh, Stacy. Yes, and then we're going to send the Fourth of July gooders uh, to, to April. April. And yeah. she she's right outside of uh, Charlottesville. She yeah. listens to us super exciting up there in that area yeah. of the state. So I'm Doesn't really matter what state it. you're in. You're you're still yeah. moving your body. You can yeah. earn a prize yep. for running in there's, Virginia. There's no restrictions. At all so, but yeah, so we'll be we'll be doing that probably every week. You know, we'll come up with different things on the on the Facebook page for people to you know to do and to kind of help grow our brand online and, and get more followers that way. Hey, I was just super excited on National Sunglasses Day to send out a pair of gooders sunglasses yeah. to one of our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So we're so, real excited. Yay, to... April, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, we're real excited to give those away. So congratulations to you ladies and we'll we'll be getting with you and, and getting that in the mail. 
Thanks for listening, and we look forward to providing you with more entertaining, informative media. Don't miss a step. Follow us on the socials at Running in Virginia and on the web at runningnva.com. Until next time, I'm Carol. I'm Joshua. And I'm Charlotte. And we'll keep taking it all in stride.